The Cap and J Hood podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Go to Tito's HometownTales.com and hear the stories of Chicago's defining sports moments through the lens of your favorite ESP 1000 hosts. That's Tito's HometownTales.com. Cap and J Hood mornings. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Hope that you're going to have a great 4th of July weekend. Jay Hood on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Cap is off today. Danny's off today. But we got JR and we've got Jeff. So we got the crew here with you, leading you into 10 o'clock. And then we will cross talk with Carmen and Yurko. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. If you're on your way to pick up family, if you're on your way to the airport, or if you're going to have a half day today, hope that you're enjoying the show. And we can keep you company all day here on Chicago's Home for Sports. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CapJHood, CapJHood. We can always use more followers on Twitter and Instagram. So we've been talking about both the Cubs and the White Sox and getting your thoughts on what you know. Hey, it's July 2nd. What do you know about the Cubs and the White Sox? I laid out my thoughts on both teams. From from the White Sox standpoint, things are looking up and resolve is happening uh, at 35th and Vec because of all the injuries that they've suffered, everything that they've gone through, but yet they're still in first place and got a long way to go. But so far, so good. On the Cubs side of things, uh, it's almost a little too late. There's going to be some deals made uh, because they're six and a half games back, but this could happen before. You're going to start your kind of reset, not rebuild, your reset, your retooling a year ago. And even if you say, well, it's a pandemic. No. All right. But well, before that, you got to know when to be able to hit the reset button. All of a sudden, it's Gar Pax like, oh, we can't give up on our core because Joe Kim's so good for us. And Lou All is so, you know that there was a ceiling. You couldn't get past LeBron. But Gar Pax, they, we love our core. You love your core to do what? Right, and the same thing happening with the we love our we love our KB and our Rizzo. We love our guys because they're so fr- yeah. But you want to get to the World Series again, right? I know the Cup fan is is way different than when I grew up. The Cup fan of today is like, hey, we won the World Series and we are a perennial playoff team. Give me mine again, more, feed me more. That's what the whole thing is with the Cup fan. Edge of their seat in the two two pitch in the third inning, like, all right, I'm locked in. We got, we're trying to win today. It's different. It's not sitting back and just enjoying the sunshine. No, the Cub fans locked in. You know why? Because they want a World Series championship again. Didn't think you were going to get it the first time, and then you and then you want it again. Because once you get a taste, hey, as a Sox fan, after the 2005 World Series championship, when you win the, the championship, 90 wins to 90 losses, you know how much that sucked? <laughs> you know how much that was so bad? Like, a team that came out of nowhere wins the World Series. And then you get 90 wins. You're like, well, we're just going to just kind of reset this thing. And then 90 losses. Bad. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. Thanks so much for being with us here this morning. What do you know about your favorite teams? And also, we have a question about food. One of my favorite topics, of course, as we go to DeKalb. Here's Patrick on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. Good morning, Pat. Hey, good morning. Hey, by the way, I'd like to start by saying thank you so much. I start my day with you as I'm riding. 30-minute ride, I always listen to your show, and actually it either entertains or pisses me off, one of the two. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> then we win, either way. <laughs> but I'd like, to, I'd like to talk about uh, actually the White Sox and also baseball in general. Yeah. The reason why, and I, I'll draw back to 05 and also look at exactly what we're doing right now, injuries included, and what I feel like it comes down to is chemistry. 
because it doesn't matter what you have as long as it's nine guys playing together, but everybody's getting along and everything's gelling. It doesn't matter. There's a reason why you're in the major leagues. And if everybody's firing off at the same time, you, you, you can have a hundred win season if you wanted to. Right. And yes. that's kind of what we're looking at here. And so everybody's fired up and it's working out the right way. And that's, that's actually my take on it. I appreciate your phone call as we go to Eddie on the north side on Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Eddie. Hey, Hood, how you doing? Good. Of all the crap that's been talked about Tony LaRusso, at this point, if we're at baseball, he has to be the number one pick for manager of the year. When you lose all these players of that caliber and you have a record like that, I mean, I'm on Rivers, and I don't know if there's a bet for it, but he's got. We got to throw some money on that and ride it all the way because he's doing a fabulous job. It, it, it's unbelievable. I would never think. I thought they would tank by this time of losing everybody like that. Yeah, you didn't expect for this team to have this kind of resolve. I certainly did not. Right when you lose the type of players that the Sox have had and still hanging in there. Now, listen. The cynic side of me, and probably for a lot of Sox fans, is, well, look at the division, right? Look at the Indians. They're not as good. But you have to win your games. No matter what's happening in the division, whether you think it's hard or soft, you want to be able to continue to march forward and win. Twins are down. I understand that. I'm still scared of them, though. Not anymore, but definitely coming into the season because no matter the records, the Twins were always good. They always were able to chip away at the White Sox. But the way the Sox are able to do this, right? And, and once again, it goes back to starting pitching. When we played the montage at 7 a.m., you heard pretty much, you heard a lot of offense, sure, a lot of fireworks, but the pitching resonated the most, too. Cease coming through. Rodon pitching well the other day. Uh, and, and so you like what you see there from the starting pitch. Now, yeah, there are needs for this White Sox team for sure, but the starting pitching is one of the biggest strengths, if not the biggest strength on this White Sox team so far through the first three months. So, Eddie, if we can get a, a ticket together as far as La Russa being manager of the year, uh, let's Let's share that ticket together. Let's share that money. I like that idea. So I'm glad you guys checked in. Appreciate your phone call. Now, you see, Eddie leaves line open. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. So, JR, earlier this uh, morning on KJZ, hosted by Keyshawn Johnson, my guy Jason Fitz, and Monica McNutt, they're talking about uh, the 4th of July. And, of course, it, it's, it's more than just the fireworks. It's more than the day off. It's celebrating our country. But also it's about food. Yeah, it's about cooking food outside. So this question came up, and I thought it was a good one, especially as someone who is in need of some barbecue desperately. Yes. Um, When you're invited to a barbecue, is that different than being invited to a cookout? Does that indicate a certain kind of fare will be served based on the terminology? Well, let's break this down. Because if I say, JR, come to my crib, we're going to have a great barbecue. You're expecting some kind of ribs, pulled pork, soul food coming from my house. Sure. Well, and I'm going to say, okay, what what can I bring? Right. What do you what are you serving? Right. I may ask you so I can, you know, bring the appropriate side dish or, you know, napkins or whatever. But, you know, again, like (laughs) it's different than a cookout. Right. Slapping a couple burgers and dogs on the grill and some sausages. That's that's different than a barbecue no that's or- correct now now from my standpoint if you told me hood i'm gonna have a barbecue at my house hey man if i'm not slap if if i don't have barbecue sauce on my on my cheeks and on my shirt then i'm disappointed if you say barbecue and you're only offering burgers and 
brats and all that. That's not a barbecue. Now, now here's the thing. It's a slippery slope, right, Miller? Because you could say barbecue, and it's things that are cooked on the grill. Yes. That seems like a barbecue. But if you tell me barbecue, I'm thinking about barbecue ribs, barbecue chicken. I'm thinking there's going to be something slathered in some kind of sauce of some of some distinction. Yeah, this is uh, very interesting because I, I, I agree with your assessment, but I'm not going to lie. Plenty of people in my life play fast and loose with the term barbecue. Mm. It has the what JR just uh, laid out as a cookout has certainly been intermingled as barbecuing. And I think if someone invites me to a barbecue, I don't necessarily go where you go mm-hmm. in headspace and assume that there's going to be ribs, uh, some pork products, some barbecue chicken. I don't necessarily assume that that's going to be the case. What about growing up, though? You recall out of the back window, someone's barbecue, you could smell it wafting in the air, right? Sure. You know someone was on the kettle putting something together that was some sort of barbecue, right? That's, that's, when you tell me barbecue, that's what I expect, right? Yeah. So, so is barbecue not the fair, the type of food, or is it just the event being a barbecue, something being made on the grill? This is a real, real dilemma right now I'm having. It's like, <laughs> because I, I, I completely agree with the way you're breaking it down. Yes. But in my own personal life, I'm, I don't assume that there's going to be barbecue sauce on my fingers if I'm, if I'm invited to a barbecue. I think that's a bit, in my own life, it's a little bit presumptuous. Look, maybe I'm spoiled by Carmen's Instagram, Carmen DeFalco. Mm. Uh, he is the master of the slow cooker, right? He's got like one of those, those really nice, barbecues right yes. so to slow cook something he gets up early on the holidays or on the weekends and and puts you know the, the meat on very early 10 12 hours of cooking not oh, yeah. like you know five minutes on the grill and hey we're ready i yeah. think there's a difference here. yeah that's not cooking by the way that that is uh that's just putting something to warm it up because there's no flavor in that if you don't if you don't put your foot in it so to speak if you're not uh, slow cooking it or if it's not on the grill for you know five the seven hours with quality meal prep, that's not cooking. Like, I feel like if there's an invite to me and, and it's kind of just casually dropped, yeah, come on over, hang out, we're going to barbecue. If, it's like almost how you say it. Because if, if, if it's not the first thing out of your mouth, hey, we're having a barbecue. Yes. Like, like that's almost, it's the delivery. If you say to me, we're having a barbecue, now all of a sudden my mind immediately, but if the invite is, hey, come on over for the fourth, we're hanging out, we're having people over, we're going to barbecue. If you just say it quickly, ah. it's almost different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. All right, so if I'm saying, hey, guys, you know, we're, um, we're having a barbecue, I want you to know that I'm give, I'm, I expect, you know, again, pulled pork, it's going to be, you know, ribs that fall off the bone, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be barbecue chicken. Now, if you say that, hey, we're having a cookout, it, then it's anything. It could be anything, right? It could be anything that you think you could put on a grill to be able to food. If you say cookout, I don't expect barbecue. Is that fair? Yeah. A cookout is... Oh, just, absolutely. It, it, could be, it could be potato chips and, and hot, you know, hot dogs, and that's it. Cookout is definitely much broader. And yes. you don't know what you're going to necessarily get, but that's okay. You're there for the company for the cookout. But I can see where in your life, if you get inv- invited to a barbecue... You want some barbecue on your fingers. Well, yeah, man. I mean, if you some say, sauce. see, that's the key word. That's the trigger for me. Like, yeah. if you say barbecue as a South Sider, you say barbecue, like, sure. oh, 
damn, that means I could smell your cooking from eight blocks away. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's going to be a, a smoky backyard. Like, you got the umbrellas up and, you know, you got the drinks out. Like, barbecue, the, the music's on. Like, here we go. But that's just me as a Southsider. That's you as a Southsider. Yeah, I think people are almost, they've turned the, the idea of grilling mm-hmm. into barbecuing. Is, is that, that you know is, what I'm is saying? That, is that different? I, I think it that's absolutely different. is. But like saying, I'm going to toss some stuff on the grill. I'm going to toss some meat on the grill versus bar. But I think they've been almost, uh, you know, they're they're linked together. Barbecuing, grilling. Is that right, Jr.? I think that there, that, but I think there's a, should be a separation of church and state yes. or barbecuing and grilling. If you're grilling, man, it could be like shish kebab. It could oh, be it. It could kebab. be vegetable, whatever. Right? A nice salmon. Yeah. Right. And I'm good with that, by the way, too. Because, corn on the cob. Right, right. And, and by the way, I'm not the guy that says, you know, if you're going to invite me over, so what are you having? I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to – I just want to be surprised when I get there. Hey, man, if you're going to barbecue, man, make sure. Like, I'm not going to do that. But as a, as a foodie, I, I like the grilling versus barbecuing. If you say barbecue, that triggers me to think that it's going to be something good. If it's grilling, like, oh, okay, got corn, huh? All right, good. Yeah, all right. Couple of wieners on the, on the grill. <laughs> Pardon the expression. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I'm down for both. I just like to know what I'm walking into. That's fair. Like you going into the barbecue place, getting you know wonton soup. Apparently, <laughs> where, where Jr. went the other day. Do I feel like Fourth of July <laughs> is yes. still haven't gotten barbecue? I feel still. like Fourth of July is a grilling. I mean, this is maybe cultural mm-hmm. for me, hoodie. Mm-hmm. I think Fourth of July is a grilling holiday. I think barbecue on its own is its own separate uh, Saturday afternoon, not to be conflated with a holiday. I feel like barbecue is much more preparation, whereas Fourth of July, I already got other stuff I need to accomplish. What that is, I don't necessarily know, aside from uh, buying a few fireworks. Yeah. And some sausages. Yeah. But, like, I think they're barbecue. I don't want to waste a barbecue day on a holiday. I don't want to mix them. Is that wrong? No, that's, that's totally fine. You know, it depends on how busy you are. If you got to go, like for me, I'm going to do some cooking and going to the in-laws. The in-laws are already they're all at this point. What is it? Seven? What time is it? Seven forty-four? Something like that. Seven forty-eight. Seven forty-eight in the great city of Chicago. I mean, so they're already meal prepping steaks. Mm, that's good grilling. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's the question. Like, so we heard this earlier from KJZ. So barbecuing, grilling, well, it's a difference. Three one two three three two ESPN is our phone number. What do you call it? Uh, Packer Jim is in Wheaton on ESPN one thousand on the Cap and Jayhood show. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Certainly, barbecue requires smoking of some type of meat. And I'm going to add this to the next question: Is using a Traeger pellet auto feed grill even considered barbecuing anymore? Right. All right. All right. So, is my in laws have the little green egg? Has the green egg? Right. Is that grilling or barbecuing? The green egg is a versatile tool that grills, sears, roasts, bakes, and barbecues. Mm-hmm. What do you think it does best, though? I always lean to barbecue, mm-hmm. and I think it does a great job on brisket. That's where I measure your barbecuing skills is on that particular meat. So I believe it's the most difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think the green egg delivers a really nice brisket. There's a question. I like that. See, because I want to see if we if there's a difference, whether it's culturally or how you call it. But if it's a barbecue, if you're inviting me to a barbecue, I expect barbecue to be uh, and some kind of ribs to be on the grill. Whereas my my great 
you know, my gra- grandfather used to do, take the old barrels, the old garbage cans, because they don't have, they have barrels back when I was growing up. He found a way to cut that barrel open and make it out of a barbecue pit. <laughs> it's like, that's innovation right there, pal. You don't need a Weber at that spot. He, he actually he, he was able to weld it and, and open it up and make it out of a barbecue grill, an old garbage can. That's how they did it back then. You got MacGyver, that's your, right. your uh, grandfather. That's right. Great grandfather. Exactly right. Exactly right. So we get more of your phone calls coming up. What What are you doing? Are you grilling or are you barbecuing? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. And still to come, uh, the Bears, as far as them getting out of Soldier Field, uh, it's easier than you think. Stay tuned for that as we move forward here on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. Listening to Cap and J. Hood at home is easier than setting your coffee maker. This picture of domestic happiness is missing something. Just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. What a way to start the day. Cap and J. Hood. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. We'll hear from Jesse Rogers coming up at 8.02. And also, in our next half hour, how easy is it for the Bears to get a new stadium? It's easier than you think. We'll talk about that at 8.20. Right in the shot or no shot, our next half hour right here on Cap and J. Hood. Well, good morning, Twitch. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. We're talking about uh, the Cubs and Sox. What do you know about your favorite team through three months of the season? And also, a question about barbecue and cookouts. Now, JR, we heard this earlier from KJZ. It was somewhat of a debate on what a cookout and a barbecue is. And I think a barbecue is, is got, when you say I'm going to go to a barbecue, that means food. That means I expect barbecue chicken and ribs and pulled pork. But it means something to, to other people, right? Right. It's the difference between saying I'm, I'm hosting a barbecue and we're having a cookout, right? Those two things say different cuisine to me, but I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here. I don't know. No, I am. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. All right. <laughs> Back to the phone lines we go. Jay in Garfield Park on Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Jay. What up, Hoodie? I'm so glad you're in the morning now, man. You make, you make my day. Thank you. Anyways, I say, look, I know what you mean. A barbecue is a barbecue. A barbecue, you'd be smelling like Coleman's. You know, you smell that eight, ten blocks away. <laughs> yes. Look, could be anything. But I'm going to tell you this, buddy. A West Side barbecue is much, much better than a South Side barbecue, so you'd be bragging about nothing, man. Wow. What, what's, the, what's the difference? Like, I've been to both. I got family on the West Side and South, so what, what's the difference? Oh, the music? No, you know the music, the people, the fireworks, the atmosphere. It's just kind of lame on stuff. You know, ask anybody. They know. You I, be- I ain't making this up. You better stop it, man. You better stop Come it right on, now. Daddy. Come on, my daddy live out south right now, man. I hate it out there, but it's cool. I'll <laughs> come to your barbecue. Yeah, well, look, the music will be cranking. People, You know, neighbors might complain, but the music is going to be cranking. There's going to be great food. And it, it, and it's going to be a true barbecue. I don't think I've ever been. T- I, I don't think I've ever hosted a cookout. But I have hosted barbecues before and parties. So there's a, to me, there's a difference, right? If you're going to come over, there's going to be barbecue, no matter what, especially in the summer. Uh, and steaks, you know, but again, I've never uh, called it a cookout. I love the, di- the difference between the south side and the west side uh, uh, cookout or barbecue. I think that's fun. Uh, let me squeeze in uh, Joe, I'm sorry, Danny in uh, 
Rolling Meadows on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Danny. Hey, how's it going? Good. So, yeah, no, there's a difference. A barbecue is anything cooked over an open flame or using a grill. Now, you can also have a smokeout. A smokeout is anything using a smoker, offset, indirect smoker, or that barrel that you said you made, that's a smoker. Yeah. You know? So I always use the term, hey, we're having a barbecue, you know, and then there's a difference, or I'm having a smokeout, so then people know, all right, it's either whole hog, you know, ribs, brisket, whatnot. I like that. When I'm having a smokeout, it's kind of different. That's not what he was talking about, Jr. He wasn't talking about weed. Jr.'s smokeout always includes Doritos. <laughs> That's the problem, Jr. It wasn't about that. He was talking about pulling your pork. Uh, <laughs> if you're part of the expression. Cap J Hood. Our new morning show. Instagram at Cap J Hood. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome to Letters with George. I'm owner George, and Ryan and Matt are football uh, guys, and happy 4th of July! <laughs> it's one of my favorite holidays. We here at the house really love the 4th of July, and and before you know it, there'll be fireworks all over the sky at Soldier Field for our Chicago Bears. And so I... Oh, Mom, watch it! Anyway, I'm so looking forward to the season. I'm looking forward to one of my favorite holidays, the 4th of July. Well, we get letters from far and wide that ask questions about our Chicago Bears, like this one here. Open this thing up here. Ah, Rob from Westchester. He's asked the question, Dear George, what are your favorite memories of the 4th of July? Well, that's a great question, Rob. Thanks so much for sending in your letter. Well, I remember so many years. Mom! Mom! That was a close one now. Be careful. That's a bottle rocket. Anyway, Mom always took care of the fireworks. She always had a steady hand. And she would let up the fireworks and... Me and my brothers and sisters would look up in the sky, and my God, it was great. Well, one day I got so excited, and I raised my arms and said, Mom, that was a good one. And there was, well, a sparkler that was lighting up my keister. I still have the letter C on one of my cheeks. The burn was so deep, it made the letter C for Chicago. So not so bad, right? <laughs> Mom? Oh. Mom? Jeez, be careful with that one. <sighs> well, there you go. And so I hope that you have a safe 4th of July. Mom? Mom? Be careful with that one. You're going to burn your hand again. Well, that's Letters with George. I'm owner George, and... 
Have a safe 4th of July. July. Mom? Mom, be careful. Stop being a wussy. Happy 4th of July. Get over here and help me. Uh, uh, well, she's pissed. So long, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Jay Hood in and Cap is off today for the 4th of July. We'll have shot or no shot coming up in the next half hour. Also, three-time NBA champion Stacey King will be with us coming up at 9.15. Get his thoughts on the NBA playoffs and his old teammate Scottie Pippen. I saw this story from the Chicago Tribune uh, written by Bill Ruthart. Bill Ruthart. And the story is entitled, Cost to the Bears... For breaking Soldier Field lease, peanuts compared to price tag for a new stadium in the suburbs. Did you see this? Did you read about this? Did you hear about this? From the Chicago Tribune. So, Mayor Lori Lightfoot of the of Chicago says that the Bears are locked into a lease at Soldier Field until 2033. Dismissing the possibility of the charter franchise leaving Chicago after 100 years as quote-unquote noise. Oh, Yeah. Well, according to this piece in the Tribune this morning, if the Bears were to break the lease five years from now in 2026, the team would pay $84 million in damages to the city. The estimate assumes that the Bears' inflation-adjusted payments to the city will continue to rise at a pace similar to increases since the lease's inception in 2003. If the team waited beyond 2026 to leave Soldier Field, the financial penalty would be less. So understand, let me just break down the numbers as as is written here in the Tribune. An $84 million fine might sound like a lot of money. It's a lot of money to you and me and everybody else, even those with money, with means. It's a lot of money, right? $84 million. But in the high-priced world of the NFL, it represents just 3% of the $2.2 billion average cost of the league's seven newest stadiums. The Bears franchise is valued at $3.5 billion with a B dollars, even though the team does not own a stadium. Now, I want to go back to 17 years ago. You know, 17 years ago that me and many of us had to pay as taxpayers the $690 million for Soldier Field renovation. You would think for $700 million that it'd be more, first of all, more parking, and also a better-looking stadium than the flying saucer that's over there on the lakefront. I want you to think about this for a second, Jeff. So $84 million sounds like a lot of money. But if it's going to be a state-of-the-art stadium, all the amenities, parking, hopefully with a roof on top, and again, indoors, casino, or maybe a horse track that's attached to it, restaurants, all that, that pays for itself just like that, doesn't it? It's That is... Uh less than a drop drop in the hat for an NFL franchise that is worth, you know, well over what 3 billion dollars at the last evaluation very soon will probably when you, you know, calculate all the gambling, the influx of gambling money that is now entering professional sports and all the franchises and and sport sporting leagues that are, you know, figuring out new licensing deals with all these big companies, it's a it's a drop in the bucket, hoodie. And, you know, what you said, $84 million, 84 if they million. want to break it, what, five years from now? Yep. Which, you know, would you say five because obviously they'd have to build a stadium and, you know, 
figure out their land deals. But yeah, it, there's the exponential growth that the Bears could have at a place like Arlington Heights that they that really doesn't look you can't, like I don't know. You try and be creative and think of ways that you could take the same. Uh, lucrative deals that you could make in other places where you have more land available to you. And I just can't do it. I can't figure out ways where you can make the same amount of money at Soldier Field on the lakefront that you could when you have all this additional land where you can start working in casinos and sports gambling into the mix. It doesn't seem like long term that is if you like what's 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 it all about? Money, right? Of course, it's always that's the bottom line, right? It's always about the money. But I, I just want to point out that, you know, this would be whatever you think of the Bears, whatever you think of the McCaskies, you put a new stadium in Arlington Heights, and it doesn't matter if the, the common Bears fans like, no, don't leave Chicago. Look, if it's a state of the art stadium, of course, the teams get one, you want a, a winner on the field, that's number one. But if you have some place where it's comfortable and new and fresh, people will flock to it. Absolutely. And so to that point, though, $84 million. The Chicago Fire to break their lease with Bridgeview. Now I had remembered it. I had to go back and look this up. I was like, I thought it was like fifteen million. It was fifteen million dollars up front oh. for the Chicago Fire to break their lease with Bridgeview. And we're just talking about an MLS team. Plenty of uh, rungs down the ladder in terms of you know pecking order for professional sports. An MLS team, the Chicago Fire, up front had to pay fifteen million, but overall they agreed to play, pay sixty five point five million to get out of their lease. In Bridgeview. So if the Chicago Fire can pay $65 million to get out of their lease, oh, trust me, $84 million for the Chicago Bears is nothing. Yeah, I I am totally for it because because it would be new. Again, I've been to Soldier Field plenty of times as a fan and as a media person, and it's just like, it's just not the stadium. Now, now listen, Mayor Lightfoot could be strident and pretend like, oh, you know, this is just posturing by the Bears. But what if the Bears actually decided, like, Ted Phillips would not put his foot forward and just put a statement out there if the Bears weren't at least considering it? That would be a positive for the Bears. Whatever nonsense we've seen on the field over the years, to have something new, to have another stadium with a dome, especially with a lid on it now, with a dome, just like the Lions and like the Vikings, that would be in the right direction. And we were talking about the Bears in the IDOT bullpen earlier. Over 300 people die each year on Illinois roads as a result of buzz drunk or impaired driving crashes uh if you drink or if you're impaired don't drive learn more at lifeordeathillinois.com lifeordeathillinois.com all right coming up next we have shot or no shot stacy king in 45 minutes on the cap and j hood morning show